once a match was going on in Western India between Baroda and Mumbai. The manager of the Mumbai team was the legendary Vijay Merchant. Vijay Merchant, by the way, has been one of the most successful cricketers in history. Very few people know that he holds the record for the second highest batting average in first-class cricket. 74 runs per inning, second only to the legendary Don Bradman. So he had retired and he was managing a team. The Bombay team was not doing well. Vijay Merchant said what to do. During the break, he said to the players, give me your bats. I know one Baba who has got a very special blessing. I will get these bats blessed by him and come. He took the bats, rushed off. And before the lunch was over, he rushed back. And he said, victory is ours. That Sid Baba has blessed these bats. Go out and play. The attitude of the players changed completely. The bat was flowing. The mind was in line with their work. The thoughts were all aligned. And the runs were piling up on the board. Finally, the Bombay team won. What was contributive to that victory? The change in the attitude of the players. It is not merely our external resources, not even our intellect, but our attitude that is the biggest asset we have. People emphasize external things so much. I need to correct this, I need to correct that. And at the same time, they forget of correcting their inside. Before they walk out of the home, they will decorate themselves, put on the lipstick and the ornaments. But did you think of decorating your attitudes? That attitude is ultimately the most important. Let's take inspiration from Arthur Ashe. Arthur Ashe, some of you may remember, the first and I believe the only black male to have won the Wimbledon. He was the winner of three Grand Slams. The Australian Open, the US Open, and the Wimbledon. Arthur Ashe, exceptional person. Subsequent to his victory, he had a heart attack and did a bypass surgery. In that, during the blood transfusion, he got AIDS. Later on, he announced it to the world that I don't have much time left. Some people asked him, aren't you feeling victimized? What is it that God did to you? For no reason at all, you have got AIDS. How terrible, how unfortunate. Arthur Ashe gave such a beautiful answer. He said, you know, around the world, about 50 million children start playing tennis. By the time they reach 
high school 5 million continue to play tennis 10000 of them become professional players 1000 enter the international circuit from them 32 in those days it was 32 enter the wimbledon from them four reach the semi finals i was one of those four from them two reach the finals i reach the finals and one of them wins i was the winner at that time i did not say god why did you do this to me so why should i complain now here is an example of someone who had learned to choose happiness he did not need the externals to be different he realized happiness is always a choice and he had mastered his attitudes oscar wilde one of the most successful youths in england he later fell in wayward paths and he said i got everything that people hope for and yet i was not happy so he said there are only two disappointments in life the first to desire a thing and not get it and the second to desire a thing and get it either way there is disappointment the fact is happiness is not on the outside happiness is a choice that we make it all depends upon the way we choose to think now in pursuing happiness we tie our joy to external situations people think right now i am in school i cannot be happy if i become a graduate i'll surely be happy when they graduate they get happiness for a little while but then again they start thinking you know until i get a job how can i be happy and when the job is also gotten now the mind says see i am still temporary when i become confirmed i'll be happy and after the confirmation the intellect says look you are only a systems developer when you become the systems manager you will be happy and the systems manager thinks i need to be director the director thinks i need to be ceo and the ceo thinks i need to be ceo of a bigger company so we are always tying up our happiness with the destination without realizing that life is passing by in the meantime and when you reach the destination what is the guarantee that you will be happy we are looking at some garden in the future while the roses along the way the roses at our feet are getting ignored the way to live life is not to reach a destination but to make the journey itself joyous